Hey, Bob Squad. Today's Bobcast is the season finale. We're going to go away for about a month. We're going to get some rest and work on some new things. We've already got some exciting content lined up for the new year, but we're going to take some time and make sure we do it right. So in the meanwhile, you might be asking, well, what am I going to do? I need my fix of theology podcasts. Well, if you haven't already, this is a great time to check out the Society of Reform Podcasters. It's one master podcast feed. We're up to about a dozen shows now. We've got the classics. We've got Reform Brotherhood, Reform Pilgrims. You can catch up on old episodes of Bobcast there. And some new additions, things like the Five Points Church Planting Podcast and the just-added podcast Guilt, Grace, Gratitude. Lots of good content from like-minded individuals. They'll help to tide you over until the new year and find some stuff that you'll want to keep listening to even after that. So check out Society of Reform Podcasters where you get your podcasts. And now, the season finale of Bobcast. This is the Bobcast, a podcast exploring Reformed theology through the works of Herman Bobink. Hey there, Bob Squad. Glad to be back with you again this week. Uh, I'm Caleb Castro. And I'm Andrew Smith. And as you know, you are most likely listening to the Bobcast. You know, so we're already on episode 35. Just last week, I looked in uh, on the Apple Podcasts app, and I looked at what is being recommended um, along with our channel. And I was really happy that we no longer are associated with Joel Osteen and like Steve Furtick uh, and Hillsong podcasts. I suppose then the next question that follows is what are we associated with now? Well, I'm glad you asked. We are associated with everyone in uh, the Society of Reform Podcasters. Well, that's helpful. It is. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but yeah, I know like uh, Distilling Theology is right there. Cool. The Society of Reform Podcasters continues to expand. Just today, on the day we're recording this, not the day it airs, because that's not how podcasts work, we added the Guilt, Grace, Gratitude podcast. Oh, what is that about, Andrew? Well, I would imagine that is about guilt, grace, and gratitude. I don't get it. Well, you should get it, because we talk about it all the time. It's the structure of the Heidelberg Catechism. It's the gospel... That's a big deal. You're fired. Go home. Replace me with a talking monkey. Wait, they have those? No. Oh. Wow. <laughs> no, they're being Don't... genetically engineered as we speak. Don't get my hopes up like that. <laughs> now I know what to get you for Christmas. Well, since this is our season finale, our last episode of 2020... So we don't leave any loose ends out there. We're going to wrap up today chapter 6 of The Wonderful Works of God, continuing our discussion about the law. Let's dive into that. So having looked at all of this, we come to the question, and Bavink raises this at the top of page 73, what is the purpose for the law? Here's what Bavink says about that. He says, The Lord defines this purpose himself when at the conclusion of the covenant at Sinai, He has Moses tell the people of Israel that if they hear his voice 
and keep his covenant, they among all peoples will be his own, a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. To be the nation chosen by God from all the peoples of the earth, Israel must establish itself in the way of the covenant. For Israel, now this is important, for Israel was not chosen for its merits or desert, but according to God's sovereign love and his oath to the forefathers. And Israel did not receive this gracious privilege in order to spurn the nations and exalt itself high above them, but rather to be a kingdom of priests who have a priestly task to carry out towards the nations, to bring them the knowledge of the service of God, and only in this way to reign over the nations. This calling Israel can fulfill and will carry out only if it is itself a holy nation. If as a people it consecrates itself entirely to the Lord, hears his voice, and walks in his covenant. So we see here again that Bavin grounds the law in the promise. They are to walk in this way of the covenant because of God's love for them, because of his oath to their fathers. And because of this, then, they are to follow in his ways. They are to obey him in gratitude. They are to be a light to the nations. They will not do this job throughout the Old Testament particularly well. There are many periods of falling away, of apostasy. We don't see much in the way of light to the nations. We see some isolated incidents. We see, for instance, Ruth the Moabite brought in. We see people from other nations, uh, scattered instances that come in. We see Jonah's preaching at Nineveh. It's kind of an unusual example of something of a revival occurring in a Gentile place. But ultimately, Israel doesn't do a great job of fulfilling this calling that they're given. Because of this, there are prophets that have to be raised up to prosecute this case, to tell the people, you're not doing this. But another thing that happens is, despite all of this, God does preserve a remnant There is, even in the times of Elijah, which is rather early in the apostasy, God comforts Elijah in telling him that he has preserved 7,000 men who have not bowed the knees to Baal. 7,000 men who were the remnant, the true faithful of Israel. Even into captivity, the remnant is preserved. You have Daniel, you have Ezekiel, you have those who preserved faith in the true God through the captivity, even as the land the kingship, the temple, the priesthood, all of this are lost. And constantly, Israel going astray and hardening their hearts against the God who has delivered them, the God who has loved them, the God who has watched over them and grown them, causing them to be uh, fruitful and a blessing. They became dull in their knowledge of him. These prophets and also these kings, the faithful remnant that the Lord had continuously brought forth to call out Israel on uh, their sins in the name of the Lord or to go and uh, lead them in faithfulness to the law, these people are going and reinforcing the law. They're always turning back to the law and looking at it in its pedagogical sense. They, They look back to the law as the way of the Lord that will instruct them in holiness, that will instruct them in wisdom, to once more be blessed and be a blessing. So yeah, even with the close of the Old Testament and the uh, people of God, the restoration community, the remnant, uh, when they return to the land, they are recommitted to the Lord. There's a larger emphasis on the word and preserving it that ultimately uh, in the intertestamental period, the the time between the Old Testament uh, writings and the 
uh, beginning of the New Testament, uh, you have a number of basically scribes going and putting the Old Testament to written form, to taking a, a serious eye towards the law and, and preserving it. But all of this ultimately culminates where it always culminates in Christ, as we've talked about over and over again for Bob Inc. and really, I mean, for Christianity, the culmination of all of history, the culmination of all revelation is in Christ. Everything before is looking forward to Christ. And when Christ comes, we see the fulfillment of this. We see the clarification of this. We see what all of this was for and where all of this was taking us. We also see the eschatological significance, the significance of this for, you know, the ultimate future reality for all of us, the new heavens and the new earth, because it's not until the new Jerusalem that the promise meets perfect fulfillment. I mean, there's something of fulfillment now in that, you know, Christ has come, He has paid his once-for-all sacrifice on the cross. We receive those blessings. We receive those benefits now. And yet, at the same time, we're longing for our eternal home where the promise that was given in the garden, that was given to Abraham, even given through Moses, comes to its full and final fruition in that God will be our God and we will be his people forevermore. And as you just said, yeah, we see the aspects of that where the work of Christ has been completed and the nations, uh, people of all nations, not just ethnic Jew, have come to the Lord. As Bobbing said on the last page of 78, the promise that he made to Abraham now comes to all the nations. You know, and uh, Jerusalem, which was below, gives way to the Jerusalem, which is above and is the mother of us all. You know, we have the cultural mandate that was given back in the garden, uh, even to Adam, you know, be fruitful and multiply, fill and subdue the earth. The fulfillment uh, that Christ has brought in his uh, life, death, resurrection, and ascension has gone out to all peoples and has gathered them in as one single people in the Lord, uh, this church, you know, even his bride in the new heavens and the new earth. And this is what we talked about all the way back at the beginning of this chapter, this covenant to Abraham, this covenant of Moses, where there is a segregation of a people, the one people, Israel. That's not permanent. That's only for a particular time. I mean, here we are 2,000 years, thousands of miles away in these United States, and you know, neither of us being Jewish, and the promise is for us. God did all of this with the ultimate goal of reunification, of a people for his name from every tribe, tongue, and nation. Yeah, it's the beauty of this. Uh, well, even though there are certain elements of you know discontinuity between the Old and New Testaments, and the Old Administration and the Old Covenant and the Law, and the New Covenant in Christ, this New Administration in Christ who fulfills the Law perfectly that we might walk in it. We may not go and still have to abide by the civil and ceremonial laws, And yet, there's a beautiful continuity in that this whole time, God has been developing and progressing this revelation so that it would encapsulate all of existence. So that is chapter 6 of The Wonderful Works of God, dealing with the content of special revelation. The next chapter, chapter 7, is on the Holy Scriptures. So Bavin continues to build on this foundation he has laid about revelation now he'll finally come to what does this all have to do with scripture so we look forward to getting into that uh, in the future 
And we thank you for listening to yet another episode of Bobcast, and we hope that you've enjoyed it. We hope you've learned something. As always, if you have questions, comments, complaints, uh, suggestions, particularly for Caleb on how to be better at life, uh, email us, bobcast at gmail.com. And if you have any recommendations for uh, uh, hair transplants uh, for Andrew, also send those to his email at Andrew. (laughs) Well, now that's all the time that we actually have for today, but we're not quite done yet. We're not. No, we have a couple just announcements and uh, end of the year housekeeping matters we want to go ahead and talk about. Is this the part where we ask everyone for money? That would be great, but no. Oh. I mean, we can. If they want to give us money, then, you know, I'm not going to decline. But, no, this is uh, really just the part where we uh, especially want to say thank you, Andrew. Oh. Andrew, we rehearsed this. We did? Oh, thank you to everyone who helped us get through this first year at least partial year of bobcast we're going to be taking about a month off over the holidays we're going to be planning some new stuff we've already been working on getting some new interviews lined up and we've got some good stuff for you in the new year but just for now we wanted to thank all of you for listening people who have helped us along the way our guests rudy manrique dr james eglinton dr alan strange thank you mark scaturo for helping us get this thing launched way back when it feels so much longer ago than it was wives huh our wives oh yeah thank you to our wives thank you to our wives for letting us have the time to do this and for my wife heidi who's taken over our editing and production side of things so i don't have to so i can you know pass seminary and stuff we also want to thank the society of reform podcasters for taking us on not long after we launched and for all the various love and support and shout outs it's been really great to be a part of that as well And thank you, again, listeners, for listening to us, for recommending us, and uh, we hope to see you again in the new year. We'll have some exciting stuff for you. Yeah, and just a note or kind of a reminder of, you know, how this really started. Andrew and I had been kind of mulling the idea of doing an involving podcast for quite a while. And it wasn't really until all the shutdowns and restrictions with COVID-19 earlier in the year of this recording that we decided, along with Mark Scaturo, to go ahead and launch this. It's Hard was really a project to be able to ourselves understand Bobbing's theology and kind of work through it. And, you know, we in no way profess to be experts. We're really learning just as much as uh, everyone listening. So we really appreciate the patience and the ability to keep studying and learning through Bobbing's writings. Thank you, Caleb. You're welcome. We'd say Merry Christmas, but all the covenanting Presbyterians would get mad at us. So we should leave that in there. <laughs> okay. Oh, we're going to leave that in there. Oh, yeah, we are leaving that in there, including this part. Yeah, this part too. So talking about covenanters. Actually, you know that reminds me. That would be a fun thing to do at some point. There is a, a article that Bob Inc. wrote on a preface that talks about the Reformation history in Scotland. He does uh, speak very approvingly of the covenanters. Well, that's too bad because they won't be listening anymore after this. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's do the tote zines thing. Okay. Tote scenes. 
Have a merry, holly jolly totes. And a very happy new zines. That almost worked. Thank you for listening to Bobcast. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe and leave a five-star review where you get your podcasts. For the latest Bobcast news and updates, visit Bobcast.com or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Bobcast is a member of the Society of Reformed Podcasters. Subscribe to the Society of Reformed Podcasters feed to hear more great theological content. Music is City of God by Rudy Manrique. We hope you'll join us again next time.